and thank you for joining us. Um, today, my guest is Sandra Hardage. She is the creator and founder of My Journey of Faith Ministries. Sandra was in education, worked with public schools in the state of Arkansas, um, assisting teachers, admin, and staff with technology and distance learning. And, um, and after many years, she decided to retire. But God had other plans, didn't he, Sandra? Yes, he did. Certainly did. Yes, and I, I loved my job. And you will excuse my husband who just walked through the <laughs> He's part of the this. House. Well, this, you know, when you're doing Zoom at home, uh -huh. it's a little different than in an office. So, <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm not going to run him out. So he's good and I'm good. Um, Thank you, Nancy, for having me uh, today and uh, giving me the opportunity to talk about my story and about my journey of faith ministries. Yes. Um, we, uh, as Nancy said, I, I have a background in education and I was, I was uh, trained to do uh, how to do websites. I was trained how to do uh, all kinds of things, uh, distance learning uh, projects and things that I worked on. And, uh, and then when I, right before I retired, I went, I, shortly before I retired, uh, I worked for uh, an education cooperative where I, I taught teachers and administrators and staff how to use the computer. Now, remember, I've been doing this a long time. So uh, when computers first came out, some of them would call on me and I say, I can't get it to work. And first thing I'd ask them was, is it plugged in? And, oh, no, it's not. So, I mean, we, I go back that far. <laughs> and distance learning was not something that, I mean, it was going on, but it wasn't like it is today. So um, before I, I start on that, uh, this is part of my journey. But I want to tell you a little bit about myself first before I, I tell you what God has done uh, as far as this ministry is concerned. I have, um, I, I was the oldest of four daughters and um, I grew up in a legalistic church um, and I thought that I had to be absolutely perfect. Um, I had to do things just so-so and if I failed uh, that's knocking down those chances that I'm going to get into heaven. So uh, I dealt with perfectionism. It, in fact my mother told me and my daddy both told me that because I was the oldest, I had to um, be perfect. I had to do, set an example for my sisters, you know, because that, and that was huge responsibility. Well, I consider myself a recovering perfectionist. Okay. I have um, dealt with this for a long time, but, but when I um, actually, it was after I got married and my husband and I were looking for churches. We, we went to a church that talked about grace and I thought, okay, yeah, it, it mentions it in scripture, you know, grace is there. It's, I understand that. But the deeper meaning of it was that um, I cannot do anything to work my way to, into the kingdom of God. I can't, I, I have not, the, I don't have that ability because I'm not good enough. See, you can't ever, because sin, we have a sin nature. 
And so um, what happened to me in the process of, of understanding what grace does, uh, I, uh, I, all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but in a gradual process, I learned that this salvation thing is not about me. It's about what Jesus does. And so uh, that he can, he died for my sins. And I knew that, I knew that, but he died for my sins, past, present, and future sins. And that, that because of what he did, I no longer had to worry about being perfect because I could never be perfect. It had to be just the grace of Jesus Christ and what he did for me through death, burial, and resurrection, totally, always about him. And the thing about it is, when he takes control, it alleviates all of that pressure of being a perfect person because you know you're not ever gonna be. Um, and it doesn't matter because it's not about you, it's about Jesus. And so um, when that happened to me, all of those um, things that, pressures that I felt uh, about perfection and trying to be good left me because the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is within me. And I knew that too, but I never allowed the Holy Spirit really to take charge. So uh, it has to do with um, what, as I said, what Jesus did, nothing more, nothing more. You can ask, you cannot work hard enough to enter the kingdom of heaven. There's nothing you can do about it. It all has to be when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And when you do that, uh, when you accept him, that Holy Spirit lives within you that will guide you and help you in your way. And God has already, even before you were born, has a plan and a purpose for your life. And that is where this my story com uh, connects. I just told you about my spiritual growth, a little bit about it. There's, yes. of course, there's thousands of more stories that I could tell you about just grace. Mm -hmm. But um, because of the plan and purpose that he had for my life, I was able, not knowing, because I was in a training process to get to a place where I would actually begin to fulfill the promise that the Lord had, the plan and the purpose that he had for my life. Mm -hmm. But you don't always notice that or know it during that process. Just kind of like an infant, you're, you're growing and you're getting more mature and more mature. So here's what happened to me. I knew from the time I was in the fourth grade that, that um, I, I wanted to be a teacher. And so I went and, uh, of course, got my, my ma uh, bachelor's degree, my master's degree in, in education. And... I love teaching, um, but the Lord also had a plan for me. Once I learned how um, I, I learned how to how to develop curriculum and all of that, but He put me, He took me from the classroom, and He took me to a um, PBS station where I was in charge of um, uh, a GED on TV uh, center where we actually uh, tutored all of the students and so forth, adult students. Um, and he taught me some things there with video and being on air and all of this kind of stuff to uh, being going to that education co-op that I mentioned um, where I, I did um, distance learning, uh, 
um, technology and media. Mm -hmm. And so all of these things that I learned over the course of the years, I didn't know that he was going to lead me to do a, um, a ministry, an online ministry. Mm -hmm. I had no, I mean, that was the furthest thing from my mind. That was not, probably not even my, I, I mean, it would have blown me away had I known that way back, you know, years before. But what happened was when I uh, retired, which I loved my job, but it was time to retire. And so um, I um, uh, decided, well, okay, yay, I'm retired. I can, I can go on cruises. I can do what I want to do. This is going to be fun. You know, my husband and I can do things together and do this and this and this. And then I had three different confirmations on um, what I was supposed to do. And so this, this confirmation of the three different um, people, one of them was actually uh, uh, Charles Stanley, and one of them was some other, uh, um, I don't know, there were like three different sources where the statement hit me in the face. And what it said was, Christians don't retire. Exact words, Christians don't retire. Christians don't retire. And so I said, okay, Lord, I get it. I get it. You know, I, I, and, and being in, you know, quiet time with him daily is, it, is where he, he speaks to me. Um, but uh, yeah, Christians don't retire. And so I said, okay, um, then what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and so he started, he started showing me a little at a time he would even wake me up in the middle of the night with some ideas about, uh, I mean, first thing was a blog. I knew that uh, I, I had a blog, you know, from the very beginning, but um, I, I started with that. I had, he gave me the name, my journey of faith. Uh, and so I got my, my uh, domain name, my journey of faith.com. Um, and, and then and we started waking me up in the middle of the night and listing out things that I needed to include in this website. Well, so with, because I am a teacher, my, my um, heart has always been to helping others to do the things that, you know, they're gifted to do. Um, for example, um, some of these women, women that I know, you included, uh, have a gift of writing. And so I wanted a place, a platform that I could, uh, I could use to enhance and make known who you are and give you a little bit of help in that area. And at the same time, build on the ministry. And I think right now we've been doing, especially devotions, we've been doing devotions, um, Oh, a long time. And right now we have over 1600 devotion posts. And so, um, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot, but that's not me. You know, that's, that has nothing to do with me. That's amazing <laughs> that you've gotten that many, you know, people right. to come in and contribute to this. Well, and, and people are coming, God is sending them to me. Yeah. Yes. I, I have in the beginning, I did, you know, make known that I needed, needed, and ask certain people, but now it's, uh, it seems that the Lord is just bringing them to me because at the very, like I said, at the very beginning, I got the platform laid out. Uh, 
And so I just asked that the Lord would multiply it. And he has done that uh, so much. I mean, exceedingly abundantly above mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. anything that I could do myself. And, um, and so through the years, then we have, we have women who uh, have gifts in different areas. Uh, we've got the uh, devotions and then we've got the podcast. We have uh, one of the things that, um, that my, uh, uh, your hubby. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> he tried not to disturb me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh goodness. Um, but, and, and we have, we now have a, um, several years ago, we started, uh, encourage retreat because our, our key verse is encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today. That's in Hebrews three thirteen, mm-hmm. And so we have encourage retreat and we have, um, started, um, doing that several years ago. And it has been an amazing thing we have used talking about, women using their gifts. We have um, uh, a lady that she is, she's an event planner. Uh, she didn't know it at the time, but she, boy, she is very detailed and she has done every single one of our, our retreats as, as the head to do that. And she's amazing. Uh, we have women, um, you know, like I said, with just different gifts, the ability to mentor other women. Mm-hmm. And and so um, as we've grown, we we keep expanding in those types of women that um, are able to um, to get the Lord's work done. And so um, also, I was going to say that um, part of our retreat is the tell your story part. It's where that you um, each individual woman learns how to write their story. Uh, and then they have an opportunity then in a small group of like five or six people and they tell their story to, they practice telling their story to one another. Mm-hmm. What we have found is that these women, uh, they bond together because it's, it's surprising, but it's not surprising because the Lord always puts them together. We don't, we don't know a lot of these women and we pray over them and and then one of our ladies puts them into into groups Mm -hmm. but invariably when one of them starts to tell their story the another one will say that's my story too and then they really bond and they can share and they're uplifted and they're telling how Jesus worked in their life and how that they have and they may not understand it at the beginning they may not you know think about it because like I didn't think about all the things that I was learning to do that I was going to be using it for here. Mm-hmm. But I, looking back, I can see where God worked in that. Yeah. And so um, when um, um, they tell that story that to each other, it just, it just, like I said, it bonds them together. It gives them encouragement and they can, they can all see where Jesus hand was, was upon them. Mm-hmm. And so that that's the purpose. We want them to be able to tell their story of Jesus and how that he made a difference and how he changed their lives. Mm-hmm. So um, now we're getting ready to, um, I, I think, to add a new uh, look to where I know we're going to add a new look to our website. So it's in progress and that'll be coming soon. Um, but and that's, that's, um, that's my, my journey of faith ministries you're talking about, right? Yes. My journey of yeah. faith ministries. That's uh, my journey of faith ministries.com. 
No, it's myjourneyoffaith.com. Myjourneyoffaith.com. Okay. Yeah, myjourneyoffaith.com. Okay. And, and so here's what I'm saying, that the Lord instructed me because he had been training me. His plan and purpose for me was to establish a platform for women to share what Jesus has done, to be encouraged, to be uplifted. The devotions are for the purpose of encouraging and uplifting and drawing women closer and closer to the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, everything we do is based on that. We want women to, uh, to grow in their personal and spiritual uh, growth um, mm -hmm. so that we recognize that it's, it's Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so, so let me ask you a question. So how, how, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there. They don't, they don't really understand what, what their gifts are. They don't even know what, that they have gifts. Um, right. what would you say to them today? How, how would they be able to find their gifts? Do they, do they have to go to church? Do they, do they, uh, do they have to do certain things? I mean, how, what would you say? All right. So when you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit resides in you, like I've said. And so um, we, uh, we know that the Holy Spirit resides within us. The Holy Spirit is there for the purpose of, of uh, protecting and guiding and, and all. Jesus, even uh, he has, uh, has put a gift. He's given you a gift. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see, I wrote the scripture down. I think it's in... Um, Ephesians. Let's see where what did I where did I find it? Anyway, uh, yeah, Ephesians four eleven. It talks about spiritual gifts. So you have one, whether you use it or not. That's up to you uh, to find out what your spiritual gift is. There's all kinds of websites that you just type it, Google in spiritual spiritual gifts um, tools or just spiritual gifts and and uh, that will get you to one. I found one yesterday. Lifeway has lifeway.com has one mm -hmm. spiritual gift. So that might be a good place to go. Good. You take a little inventory and it, it will tell you basically what, what your uh, tendency is. Now, you know, you have more than one spiritual gift. So don't be surprised if you know, you've got, you have uh, more than one, but um, so what you do then is uh, you, you, Usually it has to do with the Lord puts that desire in your heart um, to um, or that that gift and you may not even realize you're using it. So it's for the purpose of in, enhancing the church, uh, growing closer together as as uh, you know, because it said it says here that um, in Scripture, it says that there is one body. But many, many uh, arms feet you know um, that's not the exact words of the scripture because I can't remember it right this minute but but um there is just one body and that's Christ the body of Christ yes we can't all be teachers we can't all have the gift of service where it is our great desire to 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 go out and serve one another and 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 a lot of us have that I mean but it may not be an overwhelming thing mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it, you could, like I said, you can have more than one gift, but your major gifts are going to be the place where you are that, that arm or that finger or that foot or whatever that, that the Lord talks about 
-hmm. It makes up the whole of the church. So, um, and when I say church, I'm talking about God's people. Um, I'm talking about not a denomination, although a denomination is important because that's where you can, you can grow together uh, to, to develop and mature in your Christian walk. But it also means the church is the body of Christ. Every person that accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior is part of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so even though um, you may not be going to a specific church, and, and that is extremely important, going to a, a gathering, uh, even Paul says something about, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't leave or, or don't uh, abandon the church. That You need to be there to, to support one another and grow in Christ. But also, because of all the stuff that's going on now, with the virus and being quarantined and all and even zoom um, is something they've had for a while but not very many people used it's it's overwhelming now at the zoom meetings that are going on it's in the zoom classes and i I teach a a, a connect group on thursdays um, through zoom because we can't meet together at church and so um but also the in the online format you can spread the gospel of Jesus in a lot of different ways that are outside the boundaries of the church. In fact, the church that I go to this last uh, Sunday before last said that our church, because uh, of what has been going on and we've seen the benefit of, of doing things online and, and sharing the gospel and so forth, that we are now going to be called the, the church online, on site, and on the go, and Amen. on the go, mission, mission. Right. So, so um, that's an initiative, and so it is important. It's just important to get the gospel out there. It is, and and so that's what my desire is as the founder of my journey of faith ministries, is to to get the gospel out, uh, to uh, to act as. Christ would have us to act in, in encouraging one another and uh, loving one another and, and uh, supporting one another in, in growth. And so that's, that's basically my story. And I love it. And I know that, the, that God intended, that was my purpose. That was his plan for me. Yes. And I, I have to keep my focus on him so that I can, I can complete it or pass it on to someone who, uh, you know, cause let's face it, we're not all here forever right. <laughs> on this earth, thankfully, <laughs> but, but um, to grow it the way he chooses, yeah. his will, not mine. I love the way that your story uh, is a long thread. Um, you know, you started out, um, you know, doing things that God was grooming you for all this time, and look where you are at now. We were just discussing before we got on this um, yeah. this event that you know, that you were, you know, going to be talking to your church about some new things that'll be happening there. So you've been groomed all along for things that are going to be coming your way. And you're actually, you're, you're really just through God's grace, allowing others to come and write for you and use their gifts for you. Um, and, and you know what, in a church setting, that is probably one of the biggest 
biggest and most important thing that you can do is to put your people to work in their gifts. You yes. know, not everybody's going to like doing this. Maybe they got a gift doing this. Use that gift. Exactly. But, but you know what? Get to know the people in your church. Get to know the people that, you know, that are around you. And, you know, you hear them. Listen to what they say. They can bring their gifts too. Right. So, um, well, thank you so much, Sandra. Um, it's You're welcome. Been, it's been wonderful. Any last thoughts before we get off? Oh, I've got a thousand thoughts, but <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd love to have you again. I do appreciate you, um, uh, Nancy. Nan Nancy came to me, uh, what was it, about three or four weeks ago and offered yeah. and wanted to know if, I, if she could write for me. And I said, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she, knew that she did this too. So uh, it's, it's, I love the way the Lord works. I love the way that he, uh, he puts people in place and he brings them to you. And sometimes some, I've had a couple that uh, one was a host of, of my radio show that we have or podcast now and uh, uh she i asked her just in passing uh well actually i put it out to several people and she she came to me and, and kind of um uh, asked me if what you know to describe it and i said would you be interested in doing it no 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 and then um about oh i guess it was about a year later because you the lord also teaches you to be patient yes <laughs> doing stuff <laughs> Uh, and, and that's not easy, but anyway, she came to me later and she says, um, I think the Lord is telling me I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> so, uh, and she's not the first one that said that. So, uh, it's, it, it's amazing. And I, I love, like I said, I love the way the Lord works and we just have to be, um, be still and listen and be obedient then when he tells us what to do. Obedience is the hardest part. Oh, yes. Yeah. It you is. know, you have to just, even though it gets tough and I've been down that road many times, I'm sure you have too, where it's frustrating. Yes. You yes. don't know if you're doing the right thing. You can, you have a lot of spiritual warfare going on, oh, yeah. but, yeah. um, but if you just hang in there and stay the course, right. I will just direct your path. And you are the, you are, uh, definitely one of those people that I can say have, have stayed the course. You continued, you listened and you were obedient. So thank you so much for joining me thank today. You. Appreciate and um, God bless you. And uh, I hope maybe you. down the road we can get back on this again and share some new thoughts. Okay. Sounds okay. great. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you.